Life has so many seasons, all the good and all the bad too. With it, the relationship we have with ourselves and our wellness runs up and down. When we find that delicate balance of living life well and having wellness in our life, things have a way of falling into place. This podcast is about helping busy women achieve and maintain wellness in their life, to move and feel better as yourself, in your own skin, no matter what season of life you are in. You deserve that. That's why we believe that wellness is living well from the inside out together. And now your host, Barbara Kaplan. What's up, guys? I am so, so happy that you are here with me today and so thankful that I have this opportunity on this platform to bring you some of my best stuff. Um, This is just like mind-blowing to me. It just feels so right and so authentic to me to be able to talk to you in this way. I'm just so over the posting on Instagram and all the words and everybody reading into what you're saying where I'm just like straightforward. Like if you know me, if you're in my circle, if you're one of my friends, family, you know that I am straightforward. I'm going to give it to you how it is. I am tough love. I am all the things. So if that's what you're looking for, I'm just going to bring it here with you every week. And I'm so excited that you're here. And Today, what I want to get into is the holidays. Okay, so it's coming, baby. So I am sitting in my office right outside of Boston right now in my apartment, and it is cold. (laughs) Um, I have to leave the house and put a jacket on now, which I freaking hate, but put on my jacket, and I just know that with this cold, with these leaves falling, the holidays are coming, and Oh man, I know in the past and I know I'm not the only one, but in the past I've let the holidays really dictate my happiness, really dictate my progress that I've made throughout the year. And essentially you can go into the holidays with two different foods of thought, right? You can go into the holidays with, I'm going to let the holidays control me. I'm going to, you know, feed into what everybody's saying, what the media is saying, how, you know, you have to have the turkey and the stuffing and the cranberry sauce and all the things and the pumpkin pie and fill up your plate and have three full plates of food until you pass out and you're watching the NFL. Um, or you can decide to take control of the holidays and take control of your situation, whether that be that you are looking for, you know, not stunted progress, not to go backwards. If you're looking for Friday morning on Black Friday to wake up and go shopping with your mask on, of course. But if you're looking for Friday to wake up and go shopping and not feel disgusting, that's your choice. You have the choice to be either one of those people. And I'm not going to tell you either way is right. You you can live your own damn life, but I'm going to tell you that in the past, I've let the holidays control me and I've let Thanksgiving get to me. And I can just say after Thanksgiving, it's all downhill from there in the sense that you're constantly eating sweets, you're baking cookies, you're normally going to all of these Christmas parties and whatnot. And let's just talk through a few different ways today on how I can help you not have Thanksgiving be such a stressor. Um, And then, you know, Friday morning when you wake up, you're not feeling disgusted with the amount of food you ate or how bloated you are. Nothing like that. It's 
just because the holidays are here, it doesn't mean you can lose control of yourself and where you're at right now. So my first tip of advice for you is mentality, right? So I'm going to give you some tangible things, and this is an intangible thing, but mentality is everything. And if you are going into Thanksgiving or the holidays with the thought of stress, with the thought of, oh my God, how much weight am I going to gain? The average American gains 12 pounds over the holidays. If you're going into it with those thoughts, you've already you've already lost, okay? You need to go into the holidays with, I'm in control. This is not going to control me. I know what I want. I know the goals that I'm trying to achieve. And I'm going to get there because I am in control of everything in my life. Nothing else, no outside factors can control me in this moment. And that has been such a big thing for me in pretty much all of my life, not just the holidays, of course. And that's something I want to pass to you. And I hope that this maybe can start to help you not just with the holidays, but in general of you are in control and you need to constantly tell yourself and remind yourself that you can control everything around you. It's if you want to move forward and make progress, are you going to, right? You can talk about it. You can say you want all the things. You can say you want the body. You can say you want to fit into a size for pant um but if you're just saying it and not really believing it you're not going to get there and that's okay you don't have to but then don't be upset when you don't right okay so the second tip i have for you on taking control of the holidays and not letting it control you is to eat until you're satisfied and what does this mean so I, you know, I always heard this in the past, but like, you don't have to overeat, eat until you're satisfied, eat till you feel good. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like what, like when? Because I'm always hungry, right? Like I always want to keep eating. So what this means is, you know, I worked with a coach a couple years ago. Um, he was actually a dietitian and we worked through intuitive eating. And one of the biggest things we started our work off with was having me write down on a piece of paper every meal that I have and writing down a number one through 10 of how I like what my hunger levels were prior to my meal. So say I I woke up and I want breakfast, right? And I'm hungry. I'll say one to 10, I'll write down how hungry I actually was. And then afterwards, write down immediately after my meal finished, did I feel satisfied? Was I full? Was I like cramping because I was so full? So one to 10 on, on that scale. And then a half an hour later, how I felt, right? So then feeling, you know, the hunger cues come through 20 minutes, 30 minutes later, am I still full? And this is really cool because I was learning that huge surprise. I was eating a lot of the times when I wasn't actually hungry. And then even on those times I was overeating to the point where like, I didn't feel good. And I'm like, you know, if you picture yourself, For example, on Thanksgiving, like sideways on the couch watching for me, the Patriots or whoever's playing that day. Um, The Pats really suck this year, huh? Um, Watching the Patriots like sideways, like, oh, I can't breathe. And like my little cousins being like, let's do something like let's whatever. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go bowling. I don't want to do anything because I cannot breathe. But I wasn't even hungry to begin with. So 
a couple tips for this is like my coach had me do, like the dietitian had me do, um, really understanding before you start your meal, how hungry are you, right? So just because it's Thanksgiving, it doesn't mean you have to fill up your plate. I would say like, are you, if you're between like a one and a five, then you're probably not that hungry. So maybe you start off with a smaller plate. Maybe you start off with just a little bit of everything you want. Try it. Um, see how full you are after 20 minutes because it does take your body 20 minutes to tell you if it's hungry or if it's full or not, sorry. Um, The fullness signals are like literally sent from your stomach to your brain after about 20 minutes. So if you can wait and eat over the course of 20 minutes, you'll kind of have a better sense of how full you actually feel. Um, And then another thing, like a couple of other things actually would be um, to eat mindfully, which is part of intuitive eating, which is like a whole other thing I'm not even going to get into right now, but mindfully is putting the phone away, um, eating while you're sitting down with a plate, not eating like all, like not like getting your plate with putting stuffing and turkey on it, turkey on it, and then eating it while you're waiting in line for the next thing. No, no, no. You make your plate, you go sit down, you make sure you have everything. And then you sit down, put all the distractions away and you're in that moment. And that is the moment in which you can really like dig into your body and really feel, okay, am I hungry? Okay. Yep. I'm hungry. Now I'm going to eat. Right. And you're feed, you're loving your body. You're feeding your body. You're providing it with fuel to run at its best. So just remember that like you don't want to overeat because then your body's going to feel really freaking terrible. Um, and then and like the other thing, of course, was, you know, slow down. And I, we've already talked about that one, but slowing down, being mindful when you're eating, using a smaller plate, all of these things will help you to make sure that you're not overeating and that you are eating to satisfaction and not to being super full and super like, I'm going to roll you away like that, um, what was her name? Like Veronica or whoever in Willy Wonka, like a huge blueberry. Um, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but, um, yeah, cause that's sometimes how I feel. It's like literally like you should like roll me out of this living room right now because I feel so disgusting from overeating. The third tip I have is to go for a walk. Oh my gosh. Whether it's before or after, um, it's up to you. I mean, going for a walk after there's been studies that actually have come out and said that it does help for you to walk after you eat so that your body can actually properly digest and it actually speeds up the digestion process when you do that. Um, but I'm no scientist and I feel uncomfortable quoting a bunch of different things that I'm read online um, because who knows the accuracy of all this stuff on the interwebs. Uh, but I mean, I lived in this for a couple weeks. I went to Europe two and a half years ago and I've always I don't know if you guys like this but I've always been like how are these Europeans so damn thin and in shape and all they do is literally eat like pasta and bread and pizza and all of these things that if our if we ate all of that right if us Americans living our American lifestyle ate that way we'd be like 450 pounds But these like beautiful Europeans are so fit. They're so healthy. Like what's going on here? And I went there and all I ate was like bread and pasta and like maybe had a piece of lettuce one day with a meal and cheese and all of this stuff. But you walk 
everywhere and you have to walk to go to dinner. So when you walk to go to dinner, you are walking to dinner. And when you're done with dinner, you get up and you walk home. The muscles in our body, we use those. And when we walk, glucose is being used as energy. So it's helping you to digest. It's helping the circulation in your body. And it's reducing the amount of stuff that's like floating around in your system, right? So think about it that way, that when you're walking, you're just, you're using all of that stuff, that food, that fuel, that source of energy, the glucose you just put in your body, you're using that as a way of moving things around in your body and getting yourself to digest this food a little bit more. And there's also been studies as well that show that when you walk after a meal, you're less likely to have a high blood sugar spike later on, you know, later on in in the day or whatnot or in the night. So if you ever think about after you have Thanksgiving dinner and you're feeling okay and then all of a sudden you spike and your blood sugar levels go through the roof, this is what I'm talking about. So a post-meal walk is definitely in my opinion more effective for than a pre-meal walk but both are great if you have um, the opportunity to go for a walk right before you eat have a glass of water eat and then go for a walk after that's awesome if not try and just get a walk in right after you eat so you can let your body digest let all the things work in there and you know feel really good after your thanksgiving meal instead of feeling like a lump on a log The next tip I have for you may seem like common sense, but it's not because we don't actually do it. So it's to balance like your week, right? So take it. Thanksgiving is, yes, it's one day. It's essentially one meal if you take out, you know, the snacking and whatnot. So if you think about your day, right, there's seven days in the week, seven, and then you have, let's say you're doing three meals a day. That's 21 meals. And this is just one meal of your 21 meals, right? So if we can look at the week, and in a week, in order for you to gain one pound, you have to eat 3,500 excess calories for that week. So that's 500 calories a day, right? So if you think about it that way, there's some math that goes into this and I'm kind of like an analytics math nerd. So I I get this stuff and it's um, easy for me to talk about. So you have 3,500 calories in excess. If your Thanksgiving meal is 3,000 calories, but you're eating the same in the morning, in the afternoon, you're having snacks, you're having alcohol. And then that Monday through Wednesday, you're also doing all the things and going out to dinner and Friday morning, you're waking up, you're going shopping I used to go to Olive Garden on Black Friday with my mom and my cousin. And, and, you know, when you do those things, it all adds up. And then it becomes that it's not just Thanksgiving. It's the other days around it that really ruin your success and your goals. So think about cutting back for a couple days prior. Now, do not not eat during that time because there's so much like you might as well overeat than undereat if you're going to do that because when you starve yourself right like we've all done juice cleanses we've all like not eaten for a little while then you get more hungry afterwards and then you binge right so don't do that but what you should do is think about 
how you can adjust, right? Let's use this word, adjust. We will adjust the rest of our week so that maybe we're not having a soda, right? So there goes 120 calories I can have back and I can put towards my Thanksgiving meal. Maybe we're not having that pumpkin spice latte three times that day or that week. And that's like, I don't know, a thousand calories you're getting back because those things are wild. Um, But adjust around the holiday so that when you get to the holiday, it's not like you're taking a normal meal throughout your week, you know, one of your 21 meals and just go and cray cray, right? You're actually, you know, taking stuff, taking calories, taking macros from other meals and putting them into your Thanksgiving. This is kind of like reminding me of when I was on Weight Watchers in um, seventh grade, which is a story for a whole nother time. But, and you you're, you had your points, right? But you could not use as many points one day and then you have them for the next day. So I remember this is like something that we used to do with Weight Watchers. Um, that was like 20 years ago. So crazy. Um, but it, it works. Like the science is there. I mean, there's other factors that go into how you gain a pound and how you lose a pound, but the science is there in that if you are in excess of 3,500 calories over seven days, you will gain a pound, right? Um, So try that. Try cutting back throughout the week. Um, Don't starve yourself. Try cutting back 500 calories a day throughout the week. Uh, If you're eating 2,000 calories, you can, if you think about it, you can cut back 500 calories a day, 400 calories a day, Um, just find where you can make some substitutions, whether it's like, okay, maybe I don't need to have the cream on this. Maybe I don't need to have the cheese on this. Maybe I don't need to have that cup of ice cream tonight because I know I'm going to have pie on Thursday. Just make some adjustments. All right, guys, I am bringing it home for the last tip that I have for you to take control of the holidays and not let it control you. Um, The last tip I have is not something that you probably thought I was going to say, but it is so, so, so important. And I saved probably the best for last um, truly is being thankful. We have so much to be thankful for after seeing how 2020 has come about, you know, January and February feel like it was so long ago. And then March through right now, I'm like, holy hell, what what is like every morning I wake up and I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, you know, you walk outside and there's people masked up as they should be, but it's just like, I still, it's just, I don't know. It's like a crazy thing to think about that. Like, this is the life that we're living in, but you have so much to be thankful for. First off, you're listening to me on a device in some way. So be thankful that you can afford to have this device, right? Be thankful that you have, can, hear me talking. I know you better praise the Lord that you can hear me talking. Just kidding. Um, But like be thankful for the little things. And then of course, be thankful for your health, your family, your family's health, especially right now, but also for the body that you're in, right? Like love your body, whether you are where you want to be and whether you're at your goal or whether you've been working on it or whether you haven't started working on it, your time will come. You cannot start until you are ready and just be thankful that you are able to see forward and to see into your future of where you want to be someday. I know for me, I'm super thankful that I have my health and I have you guys and I have this opportunity to reach so many different people and help so many different people. Um, But I'm also like 
hell freaking yeah, thankful for my curves, thankful for my the fat on my body because I don't have to wear as many layers as somebody else does. I'm thankful for all the food I get to eat on Thanksgiving. And I'm thankful that I have these tips now to help me prepare myself for Thanksgiving and for the holidays. Um, and besides that, guys, just thank you so much for being here and listening to me. I am so excited that I got this started and that you are here. You're one of the first to hear my podcast and that means so much to me. You have no idea how much that means to me. If you can share this with your friends, if you know someone that has been stressing over the holidays and needs some help and just needs somebody to give it to them exactly how to navigate um, in five simple steps, please share this with them. Um, And I appreciate everything you guys do and say and encouragement as well as appreciate you being here. So thanks so much. And I'm looking forward to next week.